2: Hi, it's the Secret Golf Podcast with Elk and Noxie. I hope you're doing all right and um, staying safe and healthy during this time. Finding ways to keep yourself busy, get creative and play golf, whether that be on an actual golf course or driving range, or if you can hit in your back garden or your garage. (laughs) It's better than nothing right now. On this podcast today, well, I'm going to be chatting to Steve Elkington from Houston just to find out what's going on in his neck of the woods. And I also did a Zoom video chat with Brittany Linsicum from the LPGA Tour. So um, I'll actually put the audio from that conversation up. But if you want to check out the video, it's on our social media. The other place you can find the whole video is on our SG Tour app. So if you haven't downloaded that already, then you can do it from the app store. Search for SG Tour and then go along and play around. Once the PGA Tour is up and running again, we'll be able to have fun with all of our golf games again. But um, if you go to the media section, then we have loads of stuff up there that you can check out in the meantime. So Brittany linsicum coming soon. But first of all, Steve Elkington, how are things with you?
1: Well, our governor uh, came on the TV, Diane, uh, the other day, and said that we're going to open up phase one, which means some of these uh, shops are going to open and we're going to stop, you know. I often... I, and You can take this as a joke, Diane, because you're from Scotland. I mean, is this like the great northern Scotland when it's frozen over and you're in your house for all those months and then you just finally peek out? Is that what it's like in northern Scotland? Yeah, it's I guess. so cold. Yeah. It's the same... <laughs> It's like the virus, except
2: cold. Well, I, th- from someone who's living at the beach in Florida right now, it's been a very weird time because I've I haven't done anything. Like I've hardly left the house. If I do leave the house, it's to go to, like, pick something up curbside. Like, not get out of the car. Like, haven't been to the supermarket. The only place I've been is the golf club to go at the driving range, and they've got it like really well spaced out and when you go and get your range balls you're not actually in contact with someone so that's the only place that I've been and I am not one of these people that gets freaked out by like germs and I'm not usually that person that's like wiping everything down keeping everything really really over the top clean but this has changed everything it's changed my perspective on everything.
1: You have to have a good attitude in fact at my club people that follow me on uh, social media know that I have a friend at the club that's 102 years old Dr. Lee Mack, and uh-huh. he's over at the club every day putting and I said to him the other day I said Doc it must not be too bad around here because you're still here and you're 102 so you know none of our members are dropping
2: <laughs> the thing that's been really weird for me is not seeing my mum and dad yeah. <laughs> and it's it's more because like you know, I just don't want them to feel like they could be unsafe at all. So I've seen them twice. And whenever I did see them, it was like from a distance. We weren't anywhere near each other. So, like, that's been the kind of weird, sad thing for me. And, and Russell, my brother, I haven't seen him at all since the players. And I spoke to him yesterday and he was telling me that, Because he's on the player advisory committee for the PGA Tour and they had a meeting and they were saying that it was the other day exactly the halfway point between the players being cancelled and golf resuming at Colonial. And he's like, only halfway? It feels like we've been doing this forever.
1: Well, yeah, you're right. Is it, are they, did your brother let on or did he tell you that they're still trying to do the Colonial?
2: He the, uh, he told me that they were having another meeting the other day and he always jokes with me and says, well, but I can't tell you what we talk about. And I said, fine. But he was like, well, there are still concerns. I think that it's not really a concern about having the golf tournament. That's fine. But the concern lies with the fact that these guys still have to stay in hotels and they still have to go out and eat in restaurants. And it's like all the, everything that goes with playing in a PGA Tour event that doesn't actually take place on the golf course. I think those are the big concerns.
1: Yeah, and it seems to me, Diane, that people, you know, they're sort of... Um, they get stuck. And, the, and what I mean by that is they'll say, OK, well, what if one person uh, tests positive at the Colonial What is that going to do to the rest of the, you know, tour? And I'm like, well, it means one person tested positive. Get them out of there. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't think that necessarily means that the whole place is going to, you know, go down. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? Well, like I said to you earlier, I said I'm a percentage guy. And, you know, when I start to think about percentages, you know, there's a very low percentage that, um, well, you know, I'm not even going to give people a chance to, poke at me, you know, or poke about the way I think of this virus or this pandemic is, you know, I've stayed away from everyone, um, you know, our all our family are fortunately all together, which is great, but it is a numbers game and um, it's pretty clear that it's the older people that are affected the most, you know, mm-hmm. and uh, yeah. like I said, I've got a couple of couple friends that are older, one's 102 and one's 96, Mr. Burke. And um, at least in this environment where I am, we're still able to talk to one another and be around one another.
2: I think that um, it, it is going to change everything going forward, though. And it's weird. We're always going to look back on this phase. And right now it's um, almost normal. But if you think about it a couple of months ago or if we think about it a couple of months, like years down the line, it's it's a very surreal time. And I think it's going to change a lot going forward about how we view um, just being around people and touching things and the hygiene germs—the way that the virus can spread—I think it's going to make us a lot more aware of what we should and shouldn't be doing.
1: Will it, or will it, or will it phase itself out, and the whole thing will burn itself out, and it, and, and it won't change? I don't know. Mm-hmm. We'll have to fi- wait yeah. and find out, right?
2: Yeah. It's funny, though, because I'm normally the person that's, like, outside doing stuff all the time and around people and want to go out for dinner and be part of the social scene. I'm loving the fact that I don't have to do anything right now. I mean, I'm in the house, I'm working, um, like, cooking meals and we're finding things to do in the house and in the garden. But it's uh, I'm quite enjoying the break from social life.
1: Yeah, I mean, um, this is an odd time for our... Like, my son, Sam, who's graduating college, who, you know, we went through all these four years with him to graduate college, and now he, mm-hmm. you know, he's going to graduate in the, on the on the internet without any fanfare, and our neighbor's daughter is graduating also, and we're like, well, okay, well, we'll do a graduation ceremony along the porch here. You know, we'll get yeah. some drinks set up at this end, and we'll let you march all the way down the porch. Aww. We'll put the music on, and uh, we'll do a graduation right here. I like so,
2: that. Yeah. It, There's a lot kind of
1: disappointments, of, right? Yes. a lot of disappointments in this environment right now. Um, mm-hmm. People are disappointed. People are um, agitated, to say the least. Mm. Um, you know, I've been around, you know, we were able to go fishing recently. And, and when you start to, you know, talk to other people when you go fishing, you know, in a slightly different county that you were in and, you start to hear their stories about how mm-hmm. they're affected it's, it's one side of our sport you know a lot of our tour players are very wealthy and um, they can afford to sit um, not all of them are some of them live cut to cut mm-hmm. but um, let's face it there's a lot of a lot of guys and they can sit mm-hmm. but then once you get in the community and you start talking about the caddies there's got to be some trepidation in the in the volunteerism that if you're going to go play the Colonial on the tour soon, you know, what does a volunteer think? You know, Mm -hmm. am I going to be protected by the tour? I mean, it's a, it's a very complicated set of circumstances going forward.
2: I mean, right now we're looking at June the 11th for the first day of Colonial. Do you think that it's golf's going to be back for the Charles Schwab roundabout then?
1: Well, tour said um that they had two two real you know real concerns one was to get the players make sure they're tested to make sure and then the second thing they said that they wanted to make sure they had which i think they made a huge error probably they, they said they wanted to make sure their shot link data uh would be up and running so they could handle their uh gaming partners but they forgot about their rules officials and their volunteers and all the other people that would be out there scoring so um do I think without any crowd? Possibly. I think mm-hmm. it's probably 50-50. Um, Colin Montgomery wrote an article from Scotland, even though he's not on the tour, there is some foreign players that are on our tour. They can't, they're not legally allowed to fly to the US right now. Is that fair? Does that close off the field? Does it give a, a, a non-opportunity for one of our tour members to not play the Colonial?
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, Definitely. Definitely. We
1: have to think about what's fair. You know, I was talking to another player today and they were talking about testing the players at the Colonial and someone brought up the, the single, what if I have a five-shot lead after one round and I test during the week and then it comes up to be positive and I get DQ'd and I have to leave, but then the test comes back a day later and it was a false negative. What, what happens then? You know, so there's a lot of, lot of drama, right? Mm-hmm. A lot of drama.
2: Do you think they need to test Honestly, the players that, beforehand, like before the tournament starts?
1: Well, I would say yes, for sure. You know, yeah. you would. You, I think, personally, I'm not playing the tour right now, but I'd like to know that my caddy doesn't have it and I don't have yeah. it, and then I then I'd be fine because then my caddy and I can stay away from everyone else, right? Mm-hmm. Don't need to and, really touch anyone else.
2: Yeah. And even though, you know, when you're out there playing, you're not really coming into close contact with anyone else. You're going to be closest to your caddy. That's fine. But the guys that you're playing with and their caddies, you want to make sure that they are fine as well.
1: Yeah. So if everyone, like, if we all went to the Colonial today and you were caddying for me, let's say, Diane, and we both tested on Monday and we're like, okay. You guys are both good, and the people that you're playing with in your group on Thursday, Friday, they're both good. So off you go, mm-hmm. go, yeah, go knock yourself out. I I don't see anything wrong with that. I actually think the tour is just trying to get them out there so they have a chance to make some make some money. It's like basically getting back to work. I don't think it's a uh, putting on a show at this at this point. I mean, this, they've got money to play for and they want to get back mm-hmm. to work.
2: And with all sports being so badly affected across the whole world and a lot of sports, there's a huge question mark hanging over them as to when they're going to come back. I think it is great that even if, you know, as you say, there could be a 50-50 chance that Colonial actually goes ahead. But the fact that we have a plan for golf, we have a schedule that's been put out there, whether it happens or not, it gives us all a little bit of hope and something to look forward to.
1: Yeah. I mean, you're right. I mean, what do we look forward to now, right? Tomorrow our club opens. I just spoke to Rambo, our locker room attendant. He said, I can have 30 people in the locker room at one time. He goes, I really want 300, but 30 is all I got. And I get 16 outside on the porch and I get 20 around the corner on the other porch. So he's like, just let me... Just let me do something. You know, let me, let me just see someone else I know that I haven't seen anybody. Just let me wave mm-hmm. at somebody. Let me say hello to somebody. You know, it's so far. I talked to my mom and dad in Australia. If you're over 70 in Australia, you're not even allowed to come out of your house. Wow. In some, in some states, you know, you have to have everything, to have everything delivered. So um, I know New Zealand has been on the forefront of literally having no cases. They've, they've clamped it down the most um Australia's trying to do the same trying to get past it yeah
2: it's, um, it's a bizarre situation. You were talking earlier about Sam's graduation and how you're going to set up a little graduation ceremony for them. We've all been forced to get creative with things. And, well, golf has been a brilliant example of that with professionals showing on social media their setups at home, how they're managing to practice in their back garden or their hallway in their house. But um, what have you seen, Have you, especially from our secret golf guys, what kind of setups up, set and practice routines have you seen that you've really liked?
1: Well, I've seen Ryan Palmer's been involved with the, the Pros for Charity Foundation. He's working on with Miomi Wine, and they're doing a sort of a putting challenge. Um, some of the some of our players, like Jason Duffner in Alabama, still being able to play. Uh, mm-hmm. Other guys, like Mark Leishman, have been completely shut down up in uh, Virginia. He's just now starting to come out and play in a few rounds. He said he's rusty. And um, Then I look across to California side where the golf there's been no golf mm-hmm. um just to give an example diane my day goes something mm-hmm. like tee off at nine o'clock with sam carrying our own clubs in a two at champion no pins uh a one inch cup so it doesn't go all the way to the bottom so the ball just pops back out yeah we've done that for 32 days straight carrying oh our oh my clubs. gosh whether it's, whether it's nine holes or 18 we just go out and just get energy uh just mm-hmm. to get exercise and and get our legs going and he's been working on his swing, and we've been filming it. And then we come back to the house here. Luckily for us, we have plenty of chores. We've got three dogs and 14 chickens. So just get lost in the garden somewhere and just, you know, have projects. i got That's another nothing. project I'm working on this afternoon.
2: that's exactly it you have to find these things as I said we've been going to the driving range um, at Jacksonville Beach and we haven't played but they the reason the main reason we haven't played is because it's so hard to get a tee time right now they are the busiest they've ever been they're breaking all records for the 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 numbers of golfers that they have on the course
1: yeah everyone's off right so there's nobody yeah so uh, yeah golf's
2: uh, golf's
1: you know, we're very lucky that uh, we can actually, you know, go and play. So many people are so jealous of us when we tell people that we play golf. You know what mm. I mean? They, they can't do anything. I feel like, um, I don't know how you feel, but I feel like you've got a handle on this. Feels like. Yeah. What do you What do you feel?
2: I feel like we're definitely heading in the right direction. The only thing, I read an article the other day, it's so hard to, um, to not kind of be played into the scaremongering because there's so much online and in the news and you just think, oh my gosh, like when will this ever end? But it's like if they rush things back, there's going to be a second wave of this later in the year. And then you think well wouldn't it be better if we just stayed the way we are right now and we like really flattened that curve before we even thought about getting back to normal so there's no risk of that but how do you how do you can't I'll be honest when this first happened I thought we were going to be out of action for maybe a month and then you look back now and you think oh my gosh the players is well it was almost two months ago it seems like forever ago and We just don't know when things are going to get back to normal. Here in Florida, 4th of May is the date where they're going to start the first phase of reopening. And it's going to be stuff like restaurants will be able to seat 25% of their capacity. And same with some retail shops. There's going to be outdoor dining at places. And the beach is going to be open 24 hours. Actually, not 24. I think they're going to open it like from 6 a.m. until 8 p.m., Um, which is, we've only got it for a certain amount of hours per day right now, but restrictions, you're you're not allowed to hang around, you're not allowed to sit in big groups, you've got to be moving, there for exercise, that kind of thing. So you just think, when is it going to be back to normal where we can really do whatever we want?
1: Yep, it's just, (laughs) you know, and it's the same all the way across the world, right? Talking talking to people in Australia, it's uh, the same. Mm -hmm. Pubs are all closed. What's it like in Scotland with the pubs closed?
2: Yeah, I know. That's and it's been,
1: be.
2: Scotland's worse than us. Um, they've been told that their, their lockdown, their quarantine stay-at-home order is going to go on for longer, so they're, they're definitely worse than us. Um, but yeah. it's strange. It's, it's very bizarre. What do you think about the Ryder Cup? Because obviously it's scheduled for later in the year at Whistling Straits. What do you think about the chances of the Ryder Cup going ahead as planned or going ahead without fans, and do you think that would work?
1: Well, I've been reading, uh, as everyone has, about a lot of the golf, and I was really interested in Patrick Harrington's comments about that he didn't think it was an option to play without fans because uh, it's such an integral part of that competition. You know, it's does it really mean as much if they're just playing one on one against one another without the fans? And oh, it's such a it's such a difficult debate, right? It's such a I love debates, and I'll I'll, I'll a coin and, and I'll debate either side of it just for the, just for fun, but <laughs> I kind of sit with Patrick Harrington. I think it's got to have fans,
2: yeah
1: I think it's that kind of event
2: agreed. I just can't imagine it without fans. it's the even the president's Cup it's nowhere near the atmosphere with the fans with that rivalry between the u s and europe i I think that they they make it, they really do, and the players feed off it
1: no doubt. And it won't be the same, can't be the same. I mean, Wisconsin's—it's um, not going to be the same with or mm-hmm. with or without them. Would you go if you had a ticket? Diane, anyway, um, would you go? Yeah,
2: I know. I, I the—I was talking to my dad about this. Just we we're, were talking about regular PGA Tour events, and right now the PGA Tour have said that players' family will not be allowed to go. Um, so. Who knows what's going to happen with that? Because well, I'm sure that's going to be a debate. If you've, yeah.
1: been with, if, if you've been with your family all the time, you, exactly. you're not going to be sick, right?
2: Yeah. But unless you're following Tiger or Phil or, like, Ricky, Justin, you know, if you're following, I don't mean lesser guys in a bad way, but guys that aren't going to, like, attract the mega crowds like Tiger does, sometimes you don't come anywhere near other people. You're nowhere near contact with other people. So... Well, you know this because,
1: yeah, yeah. if you were following your brother, you can literally follow your brother free and clear on Thursday, Friday. Nobody's going to be out there, right?
2: So if someone said to me, hey, do you want to go and watch your brother play golf at one of these events, like say Colonial, for example. Colonial, I probably wouldn't because I want the first one to kind of like happen and see how it goes. But like... Uh, at Hilton Head whatever I'd probably say yeah because I I can make a point of not being around other people and I can still follow him for 18 holes and see every single shot that he hits so I wouldn't have a problem with that at all um if if someone said to me oh right hey you've got to go and cover Tiger so you have to walk Tiger's full round I'd be like yeah there's a big question mark over whether or not I'd want to do that
1: yeah, 95% of the crowd follows 5% of the golfers, right? Yeah, exactly. So yeah.
2: So we'll see. I guess time will tell. And it's what we say about everything right now, but there's really no other way to look at it. And we just have to make the best of the situation we're in right now and stay positive.
1: That's correct. And and how are things for you, Diane, well, like with your hair or your nails? <laughs> I mean, girls are, my wife, my daughter, they're really sort of stressed a little bit about some of this, How are you you making it with your hair? You've got plenty of hair.
2: My hair, I don't really care about right now. It's actually in good condition because normally I wash it every two days. I've been washing it like every four or five days. So the hair is fine. The nails, a whole other issue. The nails are awful. I think I was telling my boyfriend that I painted my own nails for the first time in years the other day, like probably 15 years. And they are disgusting. (laughs) The pedicure needs to happen so badly. Um, Yeah, when when all of that opens the the thing is for us is that georgia is obviously our neighboring state and nail salons hair salons they're all open there so it's yep. like how desperate are you we could drive to georgia and get our nails done.
1: <laughs> i'm gonna i'm not gonna get my hair cut no matter what just because i want to see how long it'll get i just want to i want to have that picture like in another month you know
2: yeah I've got i cut more my hair boyfriend's going hair right last now, week
1: it? oh you did
2: I did. It took two and a yeah. half hours. We were watching the draft, and um, yeah, two and a half hour haircut. It was the most nervous I've been in a really, really long time. <laughs> <laughs> it turned out and good. It was good.
1: <laughs> oh well, there you go. Love it.
2: So well, we, um, I think
1: all we can. Do, I have something on my calendar. At least to look forward to tomorrow, Diane. I'm gonna. The club is gonna open. I am gonna go to the golf course tomorrow. I'm gonna practice, play. The driving range is gonna be open, and then I'm gonna go into the. Locker room, if I get my slot, one of the 30, as they move through and have a beer at the bar.
2: Excellent. See, gonna, the little That's going to be
1: my day. But little things. I'm not looking for anything major. Just little things.
2: Yeah, when our restaurants open up and they're going to let 25% capacity in, we always go to this one place for breakfast. It's like our little ritual. We either go Saturday or Sunday and we're like, oh, my gosh, we can go out for breakfast. And we've missed that more than anything. Like, Well, not more than anything, but like socially being able to go out for breakfast. Once we can do that, I'm going to feel like we're getting slightly more back to normal.
1: Back to normal.
2: I've been talking to quite a few of our, our LPGA Tour players. Um, Jerina Piller last week, Brittany Linsicum. I'm going to talk to Gabby Lopez next week. We've been doing like Zoom video chats. So just catching up with them because the new LPGA Tour schedule has been uh, released now. So they have light at the end of their tunnel too.
1: Good. Um, it won't be long. Let's just hope that uh, we can able to get to that spot, get everything back going.
2: Right, well, thank you for that. All right,
1: well, no worries. Um, Save the court. Put your swing. Take a picture of your swing. Send it to me. I know, I will do it. uh, I'll do that. uh, (laughs) Let me uh, uh, put a comment on it. Okay. Critique my swing.
2: I'll do that. Although, yesterday when I hit with my dad, he's like, you're rolling your wrists. I'm like, I've never done this before. So who knows what's going on. Earlier in the week, I caught up with Brittany Linsicum from the LPGA Tour, eight-time winner on the LPGA Tour. And, um, well, yeah, just wanted to find out what's been happening in her world. She is a new mum. Emery is eight months old. So it must be kind of weird for her, bittersweet to, well, not be playing golf. But she gets to spend all this time at home in Florida with her family. So this is my chat with Brittany Linsicum. All right, well, we'll just get straight into it so we can catch up properly. How are you finding life at home right now, Brittany?
0: You know, I've actually enjoyed it. I know there's a lot of people going stir crazy, but um, obviously having Emery in our lives, just every day is something different. She's keeping us busy, which is great. I can't imagine what this would have been like without Emery, just sitting around, you know, staring at my husband and watching movies all day. Like, I, I just don't know what I would have done with my time. So it's actually been a blessing to have her and um, getting to spend time with her at home, which is awesome. Obviously, we have all of our toys and everything here, and uh, we're really having a good time.
2: How old is Emery now? Uh, she's just over nine months. Oh, wow. So, yeah. uh, when I was talking to Jarena last week, it's AJ's birthday coming up in just a few days. But yeah. I was saying, you know, having Martin at home and having this time with AJ, which is such an important time in his life, with him almost yeah. too. You know, that's the blessing. That's a really good part of this.
0: Absolutely. Yeah. And there's a lot of people, you know, hating and obviously I'm I'm hating the not working part of it and obviously earning money. But, um, the other flip side of it is just, I've never spent this much time with my husband. I obviously would have never been able to spend this much time with my daughter. Obviously we travel a lot for golf and, um, just really soaking in these moments. She's doing something new every day. Um, I don't know how many more photos and videos I can take on my phone before it's at like max, but um, I think I have like 20,000, some photos and, and videos right now. So, um, but yeah, it's just, it's just a blessing to, to try new foods, to be home, to try new things. And, uh, we're really having a good time.
2: Exactly. Where were you, what was your schedule looking like when you found out that this was happening? That first of all, with the, the players being canceled was kind of the big moment in golf where we thought, right, wait a minute, it's going to be a big deal and it's going to go on for a long time. It's going to affect us all. Where were you when you first heard about this?
0: Um, I think I was home, you know, it kind of started like super slow. Like we were all like, you know, no big deal. Like, you know, the Asia, the Thailand, Singapore's got canceled, which we kind of assumed obviously traveling that far, like no big deal. So when Phoenix got canceled, like I was ready to pack my bags and go to Phoenix. Um, that was the, the rude awakening of, Oh my gosh, this is a lot bigger than we thought in um, we're going to need to take more precautions and get ready for the long haul, apparently. So I don't think I, I anticipated it going this long. But um, if that's what we need to do, we need to stay home and uh, stay away from other people, then that's obviously what we're going to do. Um, I probably wouldn't be as scared. Obviously, I'm healthy and, and everything. Um, if I didn't have Emery, like we, I don't, we wouldn't be going out, obviously. But I just wouldn't be as afraid to go to Publix and the grocery stores and stuff as I am right now because of bringing something home to her.
2: Yeah, exactly. So how are you managing to play golf or to practice or get some rest and kind of keep things fresh? Yeah, I actually um,
0: haven't hit a golf ball or done anything for about four weeks. I've done something to my thumb and I can't quite figure out what I did. So I was told to rest, which I've been trying to do, but obviously having a nine month old, you know, picking her up and everything, it just isn't resting it. So, um, I had the doctor put a cast on it. So I just got the cast off a couple of days ago. Um, so probably going to go maybe even this afternoon since I'm already dressed for golf, um, <laughs> maybe go today or tomorrow and just try to do some chipping and putting, um, be nice to just a little bit, get out of the house. Cause I've literally haven't left the house other than to go to the grocery store.
2: <laughs> well, I mean, if there was a problem with your thumb, it was a good thing that it happened now when you don't talk- absolutely Absolutely. I'm just hoping,
0: you know, wearing the cast and doing the MRIs and everything, we're going to actually figure out what's wrong with it. So, come time when it's, I'm going to be able to play and I'm going to be healthy again.
2: Okay. So, before this forced break happened, how was your game? Were you happy with everything?
0: Yeah. You know, I, I, um, obviously every off season I'm like, I'm going to come out, I'm going to be strong and I'm going to practice and do great. But you know, you have such a long season in the off in the off season, you know, you just wanna do nothing and just kinda hang out and be with family. So, um, when I came out for Diamond Resorts and the new event down in South Florida, I, I wasn't at the top of my game. I was it was nice to make the cut in Boca. I felt like I did a lot of good things, um, but definitely needed to knock off some rust. The whole getting back in the competition and everything is a lot more challenging than it than you would think. Like obviously this is my I think 16th year on tour, but, um, I still get nervous At we still get nervous as professional athletes. So, um, that's definitely going to be the hardest part. I think coming back, obviously playing golf is like riding a bike, no big deal, but it's the whole mental side of it. And the nerves that I need to shake off quick, quickly, because we're obviously going to have a limited season. Mm -hmm.
2: And you talk about the off season, how you said, you know, you wanted to get the reps and you wanted to practice and be, green for go by the time the season rolled around, but it was your first off season as a mother. So yeah. life changed dramatically, of course, all aspects of life changed, but how have you adjusted to being a mother, being a wife and fitting in this golf schedule?
0: <laughs> well, luckily uh, my husband's job is is pretty flexible. He's home by two o'clock every day, so I could go practice after that. And then my mom and dad live probably 20 minutes down the road and they they wanna see Uh, Emory as much as possible. So they're very helpful. If I wanted to go play, like I normally play on Fridays with the pro at our club and uh, my mom will come over and watch her. So definitely have a lot of hands, um, which is very helpful. Um, Being able to, you know, go play golf or go to an appointment or go go, go do whatever I need to do with that day. Um, I, I have my family around, which is great.
2: Yeah, definitely. So what's been, I know you haven't played for a while and you haven't even been able to hit a club for a while, but how, how was the swing before the break started? What was your, your swing thought or anything in particular that you were really working on? It's funny when
0: I take a lot of time off, so I naturally hit the draw, hit a draw. So the more I play, the more it draws, which is really funny. So the more time I take off, the straighter I hit it, which is really crazy. So I was actually hitting it pretty well. I was kind of, where I was aiming, where I was wanting to go, where the ball was going, which is great. Um, probably short game um, is probably the, the hardest part, obviously, when you take time off there, that's the first thing to go, unfortunately. Um, so definitely you know, need to work on the chipping and putting, like everybody, every pro, amateur, whoever, um, short game is always the, the hardest part of the game, for sure.
2: Do you have anything set up at home? Like, do you chip at home or <laughs> have like a putting mat?
0: No, I should. I have a wonderful basement that actually has this like, kind of like putt-putt grass down the floor. Um, So I definitely could do some some putting around the house. And I'm sure Emery and her walker, she would love that. But the dog would probably eat all the golf balls.
2: (laughs) So yeah, if you're going to go and hit balls, you need to go to your local club then and everything's fine there?
0: It is, yeah. It's actually only maybe a two minute drive, which is super convenient for me. And, um, they're still open, which is great. Obviously everyone has to take separate golf carts. You can't touch the flag. Um, a lot of good things in place to keep people safe, but allowing people to get out and and be outside in in the sunshine, which is great.
2: Yeah, definitely. What advice would you give to amateur golfers, you know, recreational golfers who are at home right now, and they're looking to still keep their game up to speed and do as best they can. What advice would you give them at home? That's
0: a great question. I had a little girl ask me that yesterday, actually. Um, And she was actually giving me some advice, which was funny. But um, I think, like, putting you could obviously do in the house. Anybody has, uh, like, tile on the floor, um, and you can kind of putt down the tile just to make sure your stroke is is good. Maybe take two... Sleeves of golf balls and kind of put them uh, maybe outside your putter to make sure your path is good. Um, So putting, I feel like you could do in the house pretty easily. I saw Natalie on social media putting into a uh, sleeve of golf balls like the box, uh, which looked pretty fun. Obviously a super small target. And then I was thinking maybe you could use a toilet paper roll, like a used one, like a one that's done. Uh, Try to put the ball into that because that's obviously a very small target as well.
2: Exactly. When I said that I was going to be talking to you guys over the coming weeks, a lot of people submitted questions over social media. And one of the most common questions is what advice you would give to maybe high school or college female golfers? That's a
0: that's a good one. Um, obviously, that's so stressful, especially the college level. I mean, they're you've gone from like high school, no big deal. I feel like college is like a whole nother level, obviously a lot more schooling and then you're working out, you're traveling as a team, you're trying to play golf. Like it's just a lot. So I just, I tell them, you know, take a deep breath, take some, if you need time off, take time off, you know, don't get overwhelmed. Don't get burnout. Even in the junior level, high school level, don't get burnout. I mean, Um, you can always put the clubs away for a a little bit of time and and come back to it. Golf will always be there. I took breaks when I was little. I take breaks now. Mm -hmm. Um, you need that sometimes to clear your head and not get overwhelmed. So, um, don't, you, some people need to practice eight hours a day. Some people need to practice one hour a day. So just figure out what's good for you and, um, quality over quantity and, and don't be out there eight hours a day and burning yourself out. Just, just stick with it. And I hope you enjoy, enjoy every minute of it. It's such a great game
2: when it is regular season time and you get a week or two at home what is your practice routine like um at home yeah uh so i
0: like to play a lot so um i'll just go out and play maybe nine holes or 18 holes and drop some balls either in the rough or i've been trying to work on fairway bunker shots those are like my nemesis those are so hard i either hit them thin or i hit them fat so Um, definitely just go out on the golf course if there's nobody out in my way or behind me, you know, drop some balls down, maybe behind a tree, maybe in the rough, maybe in a bunker, um, and just do some shots like that. Like me standing on the driving range is very hard to visualize. I'm a, I'm a visual person. Um, so trying to stand on the range thinking there's a tree in my way, um, is just very hard. So I love to go on the course and kind of do my practicing that way.
2: And when you're on the range at home or at a tournament, what's your club progression like? What's your routine in that sense?
0: Uh, I always start with my wedges, so I'll do um, my 60, my 56, my 52, and then my wedge. I have four wedges: pitching wedge, (laughs) Um, and then I go seven iron, five iron, um, hybrid. I have two hybrids, a two hybrids, a three wood, and a driver. I always hit those same clubs. Like I never hit the four iron, I never hit the six iron, I never hit the nine iron. Like those, like just like take those clubs completely out of my bag. I feel like. (laughs)
2: <laughs> I told you last week she was saying that she moves up through her irons and only hits the even numbers and she's like again I don't know so why I do it it's just habit.
0: Yeah I literally don't need to change my whole bag I just need like my pitching wedge 7-iron 5-iron replaced and then I'd be fine.
2: Uh-huh. Yeah exactly. <laughs> how do you see the rest of the LPGA Tour season looking then at this stage when there's so much uncertainty and there's question marks over everything how do you see it panning out?
0: You know, um, I feel like it's going to be pretty good. It's going to be different. I mean, I personally only play three weeks in a row normally. I would only love to play two weeks in a row if possible, but obviously that's not possible sometimes. Um, so definitely i um, going to be playing more. I mean, there's going to be maybe five, six week stretches that you're going to have to do uh, potentially just to kind of play as much as possible and try to move up the ranking, make as much money. And cause it's going to be jam packed. It's not going to be any off weeks. I don't think so. It's definitely going to be different. And um, you just kind of, definitely not as many practice rounds, probably. Luckily we've been to these courses a lot and we don't need to go on and play them as much. Cause you're going to be playing so many weeks in a row, maybe take Monday and Tuesday off, or maybe Tuesday, you just go hit balls for an hour and then you go home. So definitely need to get your rest, but it's going to be different for sure. You know, we're hoping to start up at the end of June, but you know, if it gets pushed back, obviously those tournaments will go later in the season, and we'll kind of start up in July. But um, just excited that, just excited that we're actually going to hopefully start one of these days and mm-hmm. and not be a complete wash.
2: With the PGA Tour and announcing a revised schedule and having a start date, it's kind of given golf a little bit of extra hope that we can get, <laughs> yeah. get back to normal.
0: For sure, for sure, like. You know, people were talking, gosh, I hope we're going to play in August. And I'm like, oh, don't say that. Like, I hope we get back out there playing soon, whether it's, you know, no no fans or, or whatever it may be. I just I just hope we get back out there.
2: So I think we're talking about doing these match play events as well. And it yeah. is in there. So and Angelina definitely 100% wants to be part of it too. So that's going to be great fun. And I don't know, we might have the guys be the girls head to head. You've had experience of that because you played in a PGA Tour event. Mm-hmm. What was that experience like? It was crazy
0: and I absolutely loved it. I loved playing with the guys and um, just to kind of see what goes on kind of at their event you know, different than our events. And, um, but I, I really enjoyed it. I thought it was great. Everyone was so nice. The fans were so great. The players were so great. Um, I wish it wouldn't have rained. Um, that week leading up to it because the golf course was really long, a lot longer than I thought it was going to be. But um, anytime you get to play with the guys, it's so great. I would love to see, you know, a mixed team event come back just because we never get to see them when they're in California we're in Florida and they, they try to keep us so separate, which is uh, unfortunate, but um, playing with the guys is really fun.
2: And you're such a big hitter as well. So (laughs) it must've been really cool for you to see how that compares against the guys.
0: Yeah, you know, the group that I, I got to play with, um I wasn't that far behind, maybe like 15, 20 yards, but uh a couple of times they would outdrive me by like 30 yards and I was like, gosh, what just happened? <laughs> um but yeah, I, I wish it would have been firm and fast. I could have got a little bit extra roll, which would have been very helpful.
2: <laughs> well, I'm sure there'll be another chance. And with these match play events, again, we need to figure it out. I think i was said from one, like let's do that, let's have these mixed events because yeah, we get to see them.
0: Correct. I think, I mean, I remember going to the, it was called the JCPenney Classic back in the day. I used to be the standard bear um, for the groups. And I thought that was the coolest thing ever. And like right after I turned pro, they canceled that event. So I was very bummed, but um would love to see it get back on the schedule. I mean, I've been out there 16 years now. It's about time we get one.
2: Yes, I agree wholeheartedly. <laughs> I could hear Emery screaming in the background. I, well, thank sorry. you much for sticking with us. Because I thought would <laughs> go and take care of her. <laughs> but thank you so much. I hope the thumbs
0: yeah. up. Thank you. Yes, thank you so much. This was great.
2: Excellent. And we will talk to you soon. Yes. Bye. Thank you very much for listening to the podcast. We have brand new content on all of our social media channels. Um, if you follow us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, then you'll see it all. If you don't, then just go on and search for Secret Golf. And well, we'll be back with more next week.
1: Sports Social Podcast Network.